Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the WCBS 880 Monday Morning News Roundup. A woman followed home, stabbed to death in her own apartment. New York's Asian American community demands answers. I'm Sean Adams on the Lower East Side. Free at-home COVID tests now available at dozens of sites across the five boroughs. I'm Steve Burns outside the Brooklyn Public Library Central Branch in Prospect Heights. We'll hear which Super Bowl ads are making Monday morning conversation and we'll honor an iconic piece of music recorded in New York on this date in our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound. This is Monday. It's February 14th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane. Good day for your Valentine snuggles. With that cold wind today, we're heading for a high between 25 and 30. The man being held for stabbing to death a woman in her Chinatown home is no stranger to police. Let's go to Sean Adams now reporting from Chinatown on yesterday's attack, which was particularly awful and particularly at least partially captured on video. Sean, what do we know about this crime and about the suspect's criminal history? Well, this was a ghoulish crime. A young woman stabbed to death in her own apartment, allegedly by a neighborhood nuisance uh, who stalked her. Surveillance footage obtained by The Post shows 35-year-old Christina Yuna Lee entering her building on Christie Street around 4.23 in the morning on Sunday. Uh, she was wearing a mask, she had a hood over her head, and it looked like it appeared that she was looking down. Before the door closed, a man followed behind her. Police say in Lee's sixth-floor apartment, that suspect slashed her and left her in a bathtub. Lee's screams terrified neighbors. They called 911. EMS responded. They found the suspect barricaded inside. They broke down the door. He was hiding under a bed. The Post identifies him as 25-year-old Asamad Nash. Multiple prior arrests, misdemeanors, one assault charge. A police source says uh, this guy's known as the neighborhood troublemaker. Wayne, Paul. Sean, how's the neighborhood reacting to this? Well, uh, so far police uh, have uh, they're still yet to charge the suspect, and they have not labeled this a hate crime, but leaders in the Asian-American community uh, they point out this is just uh, the latest of random attacks on Asians. Uh, since COVID, such attacks have increased more than 300%. Last month, an Asian woman pushed in front of a subway in Times Square. Last week, an Asian man died from injuries sustained uh, in an attack that happened in East Harlem last spring. Uh, so uh, the, the, the uh, suspects in many of these cases, they suffer from severe mental illness. So no one is connecting all of these dots just yet. But uh, later today, members of the Asian American community will rally here and they want answers. Sean, another possible hate crime in New York City happened late Friday night when a minivan pulled alongside Avenue L in Flatbush and a man got out, walked up to a Jewish man and slapped the yarmulke right off his head. 
The attacker got back in the vehicle and was driven away. So police are trying to find the two men in the minivan. They do have surveillance photos. The 22-year-old victim suffered pain and swelling but refused medical attention. Help is on the way if you haven't gotten your free government COVID tests yet. Steve Burns is at the Brooklyn Public Library's Central Branch, one of the places handing out the tests. Steve, who can get them, by the way? Well, Paul, they are available to pretty much anyone. First come, first served at 14 cultural sites and 27 public library branches across the five boroughs. Uh, Those cultural sites include places like the Museum of Natural History, the Brooklyn Museum, Queens Botanical Garden, uh, and libraries, including right here at the Brooklyn Central Branch at Grand Army Plaza. There is a limit of one kit per person. The city says they will get replenished on a weekly basis. We have a full list of these sites up on our website, WCBS880.com. Uh, and you'll want to head there because there are different days and hours at each site. Testing demand has clearly dropped since the holidays. Uh, now with Omicron looking like to, like it's in the rear view, uh, but health officials still say regular testing is important. Steve, how come New York City doesn't have any way to report the results of your at-home test? Yeah, that's a question we have asked city health leaders over the past few weeks. You have to wonder with testing demand down so much and home testing getting so much more popular, If the city has enough data to keep track of the pandemic now, some cities are asking residents to report results of their at-home tests. But here in New York, officials have said they don't need that much information. They do have a handle on things just with the data from regular PCR testing. Steve Burns this morning in Brooklyn. A million trees in New York City. All five borough presidents are asking Mayor Adams to pledge 1% of the municipal budget on parks and plant a million trees by 2030. It's a throwback to Mayor Bloomberg, whose million trees pledge was completed by Bill de Blasio. Imagine a million more now. 22% of the city now has a tree canopy, and it's growing one tree at a time. All right, let's hear about the weather on a very chilly morning, how things have turned to the WCBS Weather Center and Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. It is now down into the single numbers to around 10 degrees this morning across the northern and western suburbs. And yes, enough of a wind to send that wind chill down to a little bit below zero. And even in the city and along the coast where it's in the upper teens right now, there's enough of a wind to make it feel like it's down close to 5 to 10. So mostly sunny, and yes, it is quite cold today with that gusty wind into the afternoon. High 25 to 30. Tonight clear and another very cold night, though the wind will start to die down. Low 15 to 20 in the city and 0 to 10 in many suburbs. Tuesday, mainly sunny and 30 to 35. There's hints of a warm-up on Tuesday. More so Wednesday, though. Highs in the middle 40s and even warmer after that for Thursday anyway. Right now for the city, it's 18 degrees. Humidity is at uh, uh, 46% and the wind out of the northwest. And so this morning, our wind chill is now 5. Woke up this morning, got myself a time and all. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing that in the morning after the big game. Did you see the return of the Sopranos to television? Sort of last night in their Super Bowl spot. General Motors remade the opening of the show, but instead of Tony driving his 1999 Chevy Suburban from Manhattan to his Jersey home smoking a cigar, the remake features his now grown-up daughter Meadow licking a lollipop and driving a 2023 Silverado EV. It's the first big marketing push for the electric version of the nation's third best-selling pickup truck. Okay, so we know that uh, Meadow is alive, right? Well, you would think from the commercial. You'd think from watching that. And um, the spot ends not at the Soprano house, but in Park Meadow parks in front of a seafood restaurant down the Jersey Shore. She's recharging 
her electric truck and then greets her brother AJ with a hug. So we know that whatever happened to Tony in that final restaurant scene, at least his kids would seem to be unharmed. I want to know what happened to uh, Paulie Walnuts El Dorado that used to play the Godfather theme when you blew the horn. That's <laughs> a car. About that. That's a commercial. Other ads, Jim Carrey appeared as the cable guy in an ad for Verizon and Larry David did an ad for a uh, cryptocurrency that some viewers thought was, well, kind of cryptic. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. I don't, I don't really care if people didn't like it. It's always great to see Larry David. It may take a while to, uh, what do you say, work its way into our consciousness. That's being nice about it. Monday, the 14th of February. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane with your three things to know as we start a brand new week. Well, the Canadian police have had enough of the six-day blockade of the Ambassador Bridge, which links Canada and the U.S. It has reopened that bridge. Happened last night. A judge cleared the way for police to take action. International shipments can resume. Number two, the U.S. government has suspended all imports of Mexican avocados after a U.S. plant safety inspector in Mexico received a threat. Avocado exports are the latest victim of the drug cartel turf battles. Third thing I was sad to hear as I was driving in this morning that Ivan Reitman has died, according to his family. Filmmaker, producer behind so many comedies of the late 20th centuries. You think Animal House, Ghostbusters, uh, Howard Stern's private parts, too. Ivan Reitman was 75, and we don't have any word yet on the cause of death. Up now are WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for the 14th of February. Let's go. 2019. Amazon has dropped plans to build a headquarters in Queens. Amazon had become the focus of a national debate about whether states and cities should be giving any company tax breaks and incentives to locate in an area. Greg David at Cranes. Did you see this coming? Uh, no. 2018, it happened yet again. The sight of what's become an all-too-familiar panic of students fleeing hands raised in single file. This time, Parkland, Florida. I don't know how we're alive. The horrifying murders of 17 classmates turned survivors into activists. Oh we shouldn't have had to endure this as children. Gave voice to a charismatic 18-year-old, Emma Gonzalez. If all our government and president can do is send thoughts and prayers then it's time for victims to be the change that we need to see. 2005, the social phenomenon known as YouTube began when a young man named Brent Hurley from Reading, Pennsylvania, and two buddies created it at their college. They would sell it to Google 11 years later for $1.65 billion. If I can do it, so can you. In 2016, Brent Hurley came back to Twin Valley High School in Pennsylvania to induct the National Honor Society. Be brave. Be curious. Don't forget to call your parents every once in a while. What you want, you got it. And what you need, you it was Otis Redding who wrote the song. But it was Aretha Franklin who made it her own. At Atlantic Records in New York City on this date in 67. This version earned two Grammys and a place in the Library of Congress. A feminist anthem then and now. This is Valentine's Day.
You know, Sakatumi is such a part of our childhoods that 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 was the thing you would say to your parents, and they would it would annoy them. What are you talking about? Uh, so I, I, it came from the TV show, or did it come from the song? I think it came from the song first. Maybe uh, if you do the timing, that would make sense. I do. I still picture Richard Nixon on laughing, <laughs> saying Sakatumi. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the newest Staten Island ferry takes its inaugural ride this morning. We're told the new vessel is storm resilient. It can operate in a wide range of weather conditions. It's it's called the Staff Sergeant Michael H. Aulis, named for the New Dorp resident who was killed in Afghanistan in 2013. And that's your morning news roundup on Monday morning. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.